Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey everyone, we're taking a little break for the holidays and to give us some much needed rest. So please enjoy one of our favorite episodes and we'll have new episodes coming in January. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, in our quest to get all of the Try Guys, we got Zach here. You got to catch them all. And you're, you're wearing Try Guys merch. I am. You know, I didn't realize this was going to be videotaped, so I'm like, oh, cool. I'm running out the house. Let's throw on a quick hoodie. No, but the good you're thing, repping. I'm repping. The good yeah. thing about having merch is that your lazy outfits seem like a choice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's uh, I'm advertising. Yeah, and it's like revenue. Like you're like, Absolutely. my laziness and not figuring out what to wear is going to hopefully make me money. A quest to be a walking billboard. Exactly. So if you guys uh, are not watching it, watch so you can see the merch. You guys have great merch. Thanks. It took me like 
an embarrassing long time to figure <laughs> to it, it out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's the dumbest thing possible. We, uh, it was a commentary on how all YouTubers have like the dumbest Fandoms. call to action of like, what is it? What is he? Does, who dabs on the haters and all oh, that shit? The, 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 yeah, we don't, the, let's just start talking about Who cares? Them. Yeah, we won't Those start there. Fuck faces. So we started with Horn the Homies, where <laughs> just a, a joke, but we're the Try Guys, so the Triceratops, so we got a little dinosaur. But it's in your colors, too. Yeah. That's like the one where I was like, my friend was like, yeah, and I love that it's in their colors. And I was like, yeah, me too. I totally <laughs> got that this whole time. Part of it is I just like, I, we used to have some shirts that said like, try in big yeah. letters. And I can't wear that. It's too like. Try hard. Try. And it's like so horrifying. Like if I'm out in public, I'm just like, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm me. Yeah. I'm me. <laughs> it's, and it's confirming. It is in yeah, fact me. It just feels too full of myself. So I'm like, let's do a cute logo. Yeah. And I would rather wear that. And I, yeah. I think people would rather wear that. I think it's I think it's like more fun at least me as like a fan like of things like I'm more likely to wear f- merch where it's like I don't want every not that I'm like embarrassed to be fans of people right. but like I don't want to like walk around with someone's face on like no. a shirt so no, when no, I see no. people who do that unless it's like Jojo Siwa like I, I'll wear her face I want a fucking Jojo Siwa shirt Jojo so if you're listening bad. please send us some Dude, shirts she sold out her shit is sold out everywhere it's mm-hmm. unbelievable she's in like I think she's in Kohl's as well yeah no I think she is she's like absolutely crushing did you see Justin Bieber and her- yeah of course it's did great did you see the Justin Bieber Mm-mm. issue oh my god Melissa hi let's introduce you hi this telling you about Jojo Siwa and Justin Bieber Jojo had the most obscene over bubblegum car with her face on oh, it and like yes. it was no, like Lisa Frank yes. vomited yeah. and shat yeah. on the same time and yeah. de- decoed a car with it yes and uh, did Bieber Biebs tell her to burn it no so so the, it was oh, why, why do I know that it's West Coast Customs who did the car <laughs> like, I like I just know you looked into getting uh, yeah, it. They're like, like, ooh, are they selling more like, of these? Is this more? Can I get this wrapped? <laughs> um, so they posted on their Instagram and he commented on uh, that and said, burn it. And then she's made it into this whole thing of like, burn it is like her new like slogan. Oh, God damn it. I know. And then she like he apologized. She's a savvy kid. Dude, it's crazy. Okay, guys, um, this is uh, Don't Play Me. It's an advice podcast where you guys call in, you leave us voicemails and tell us what's happening in your life, and then we uh, try and help you as best we can. Did you emphasize try because I'm here? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, maybe oh, I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks. It's like the when Gabby and Allison were... Uh, here separately and I realized that I kept doing um, I kept singing their like uh, international question and I was like stealing it and using it for our thing and they both were like by the way you know you do that and I was like, wow I do <laughs> my bad. I just love them uh, and so the phone number for that is 310-694-0976 holy shit I remember wow that was huge yeah we've had we went a little bit of a long a little long break mm-hmm. right a little long break um, a little long it's been a month it has been a welcome month. back Thanks so much. And welcome you. Yeah, welcome well, I'm glad to be time. here. I, uh, uh, I, to prepare for this, I, I listened to a little bit of Ned's podcast. And great. then every time he talked, I muted it to think <laughs> what I would say so that I could be better than him. Yeah, so that's my good. really only goal Perfect. here today. If you listen to Ned's podcast, this one's going to be better. I also censored. Well, I don't I don't read all that. We like I will go through and like pick questions that I like. Um, just in general, I don't necessarily know which, sometimes it'll be like specific for a guest, but I'll usually read like the, not even the summary, but like the subject of them. I vetted yours a lot less than I vetted his. Dope. Well, because he like, he's, he's, like he's a little more, he's a little cleaner. And has like a, like a 
a human yeah. larva, like, yeah, yeah, like a, yeah, like a, like a, like a baby a flesh thing. sack that's going to grow into exactly. a, a, a college student so, someday. I just felt like I was like I was very because our questions get really extreme, super sometimes. sexual yeah. sometimes. Yeah, like, no, I'm, entire, I'm here for it. I'm into it. I just kept picturing Ned like talking about his wife and all this stuff, and then like being like like poised with this like very like gross like sex question. I was like, I can't do it. I'm definitely grosser than him. Like he, I think, yeah. left to his own devices, he would become like the best version of. Uh, uh, he'd become like the best version of Kevin James, you know, like clean comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That Whereas makes like sense. I take my pants off as yes. whenever I can on yeah. camera and it's always the goal. Okay. I have an, I had another segue about taking pants off, but it doesn't matter. We're moving on to the actual podcast. Oh guys. Yes. And international callers. Don't worry. We didn't forget about you. Uh, <laughs> you can email us an audio file at megapodcast at gmail.com. And uh, uh, we can we can give you advice too because we know you have problems not just in the U.S. Okay, we're starting now. Let's do it. Let's begin. Hi, Megan. I had called in before, but I was extremely drunk and I don't remember what I said, so I'm going to try this again. Um, I'm 25 years old. I've been with my boyfriend for about two and a half years. Uh, he just moved in this past summer. Uh, my boyfriend's actually 31 years old, and he's working part time at a children's hospital. Um, every time I say that, everyone's like, well, you're dating a doctor. Nope, <laughs> not quite. So he is a, like, patient transfer person, I guess. Like, he transfers patients to appointments or if they have surgery or whatever the case is. Um, and he spends the other part of his time um, developing and animating a video game with his friend. Um, the development of this video game has been slow as ever. And I feel like I'm starting to get impatient. He makes no money off of this video game yet. He keeps telling me that, you know, someday maybe kind of thing. Or I say someday maybe, but he seems to be convinced that it definitely will be profitable at some point. Um, currently, I work a better job, and it's full-time. Um, and I, so that just means that I bring home more money than he, uh, he does. He does kind of come off a little bit intimidated by that. I don't know if it's just kind of like male ego thing or age difference. He seems to think he should have his shit together more being 31 versus me who's 25. Um, but when I tell him, you know, it's because I'm working full time and you're only working part time, you could make just as much money, you know, working full time. He gets mad because he knows that I hate um, waiting for this game to take off. Um, I want him to be more financially stable, too, um, or at least be at the same level that I'm at. But I'm starting to kind of feel like maybe that's a shallow thought. Um, I don't really know how to handle, I guess, this situation. I also want to emphasize that I have no idea about video games. I've never played a video game. I don't really know how long they take to make or anything like that. So I don't want to be unreasonable either. Like, I know I'm completely ignorant when it comes to it. But I also want to be with someone who's financially stable. I want to actually have a future with him, and it's hard to picture that when I know he's not at that point yet. Because he is kind of a little bit older than me, I also don't want to be waiting forever either. Any advice on me, I guess, situation, and even how to handle um, a guy who maybe feels a little bit more intimidated making less money than his girlfriend or being even less successful to some degree than his girlfriend, at least when it comes to financials. Um, I would greatly appreciate it. Oof. Oof. 
lot, a lot to unpa- yeah. unpackage there. At first, I was like, "Oh, this is an art question. I can like answer like how to <laughs> yeah. be better at your craft." But there's so much more at play. Yeah, um, I think to start, uh, and I mean, you're the only boy here, so you're gonna be you're on. I'm gonna be leaned on heavily. Out, we're gonna be outnumbered in this thing because we're all probably gonna agree on it. I don't think like it's not your job to make him comfortable. Not that you're gonna feel this way, but like it's not your job to make him feel more comfortable with you making more money like no not at all and like i also i have a huge problem with like anyone that thinks that that i guess that dynamic can't exist healthily like that's so stupid but it sounds like part of the problem is that she wants him to make more money and which i also think is like instilled in women in general that like you're sure like i don't necessarily think that like a i don't i won't say it's self Fish. I wonder though, I get questions that I have automatically. If like moving in together, I think like someone else's financial, I, I think a drive is more important than like, yes. income. Yes. And someone's like what they like having like a passion and a drive towards something and like really wanting to do something and really caring about it. It's like marrying like a teacher. Like teachers don't make don't a ton make a lot of, money, of money, but they're dedicated. But, like, yeah. And they I really think what love would, that. What would bother me more is my partner seeming like my partner doesn't care or isn't motivated. Yeah. I have so many like first of alls yeah. that I want to address yeah. on this no, one. Take, start, start. Because my first of all is that there's absolutely no shame in working at a hospital and not being a doctor. I think that's like my girlfriend's a nurse. I know a lot of people that have miscellaneous jobs Mm -hmm. around the hospital and they are all valid and awesome. I don't know what this specific job is. Yeah, just driving patients. Yeah, it's just like they're at one facility and they need to go to another facility. He transports them. Yeah. Okay, all right. But I mean, that's like a, you, that's not like a, like that job in itself has meaning sure and like comes from like a good place it's not like his part-time job is working at best buy you know so like i automatically think that like having a part-time job in a place where it's not really like a you know like filler jobs or like places where people sure. like they it's the turnover is like so incredibly fast like it's all high schoolers who work there over the summer like working at a hospital like at a children's hospital doing something where you're like interacting with like patients on like a pretty semi-regular basis like to me that seems like a there could be like a longer more full-time future in that and also it's not really it's not really a i don't know to me it's like not really like a temporary kind of job like it seems like so so hospital jobs actually are only a few days a week and it's because the hours are so insane so nurses typically only work at hospitals only work three days a week because they're on like crazy yeah because they work 12 hour shifts but they're probably working full-time i think her problem is that he's working working part-time so that he can do this video game all right yeah that's bogus dude you gotta get a real job but Uh, what if the video game like takes off well okay and how stupid do you fucking feel if you broke up with your boyfriend and then the video game but the thing is is it gonna take off if he's not working for a larger company as it is independent games independent anything really hard right and i don't know about games particularly what i do know about any sort of art and this is like you have to do things a lot and go through the whole process to get good working Mm -hmm. on one project and trying your best to perfect it is going to keep you at one level and you will never grow so i know he's not calling but if he were to ask advice on his video game i would say fuck that game yeah make 
20 games in the next year as quickly as you can go through the process. It's not about the home runs. It's about the advance. And that's how you close the gap between your skill and your taste. You have to, you have to go through the process again and again and again. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing that this dude is working on one project and he's like, this is the one it's going to break big, but who knows if he's even completed one game. Yeah. Like, your first any creative thing is never going to be good. You have to go through the process and learn to let go yeah. and move on. Yeah, you have to learn how to kill your darlings, that whole Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. I wonder how long he's been working on it. Like, yeah, she wasn't specific If it's that. like six months, I feel like... Six months is okay. Yeah, but that's I, was, fine. I feel like that's totally like I would assume it would take so much more than that. I'm guessing if it's, it's been like years. five years, I think it needs to get to a point. And also like I wonder like... If are they pitching it? Like, are they trying to sell it? Like, if if it hasn't, if it's just been the development stage for like a really long time, and they're trying to perfect it, exactly like you're saying, like trying to get to it's this not going to happen. Yeah, I, and I'm like, sorry to say, man, and if you're withholding, like, pit, like trying to sell it because like you're waiting for it to be perfect, like that probably means you don't have a lot of confidence in it. Yeah, and, and so it, I think if it's not totally trying, obvious, that that's that was me. Like, it, like I a couple of years ago was working on like one project. I'm like, this is the one. Mm-hmm. And I, I made it and I realized it wasn't perfect. And I was just like working on frames. Like, okay, if I, yeah. if I change this edit by, by a couple seconds, it'll, it'll work now. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's like not till I started making content for the internet. And I like within a year made 65 things. And now all of a sudden I look back yeah. a year later and I'm so much better. Cause duh, you have to go through mm-hmm. it. But I think some things do, like some things can take a really long time before you see like a great outcome. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not worth it, but like there have to be the steps in that. Like there has, like it has to be moving forward. It can't just be like, if you're at the same stage and it's just two people like him and his, whoever he's doing this with, if they're at the same stage and it's just them working on it and it's not moving forward with like, other aspects besides just like developing it then i'm like then that needs to be something then i think in her eyes like i think that is kind of cause for concern because it's just i don't think there's anything wrong i guess we should go to the the financial aspect of it right and i think like i think she's probably right on that he feels uncomfortable and kind of like threatened by it and i will say i have made more money than every guy i've ever dated like ever and i'm now at the point where if I was dating a guy who like had a lot more money than I did, I'd probably feel weird because I've been like used to that aspect. And I think like not even necessarily like feel weird. I just like, I also am somebody who I, I like, I don't like other people paying for things. I don't feel comfortable with that. Like I, I don't, I don't like when people like, I feel uncomfortable if someone like would offer to pay for a ton of stuff. So I wonder living together, is it, are you covering, are you covering his ass? Like, are you like yeah. paying for that I, stuff? See, I might be reading the tea leaves too much here, but I have a feeling that the problem isn't that she makes more money. Yeah. It's really this crux of like, he's 31. Yeah. That's the age when you kind of are at this turning point where like, Hey man, like it, dreams are great and mm-hmm. I love him. I support him, but also you have a responsibility. And if yeah. you, she's trying to picture a future with this guy and he's not taking the steps to showcase that he's going to be providing and, and committed mm-hmm. to like the health of their relationship. And so when you're at that age, yeah, like I think it's great to have a passion project, but first and foremost, you need to take care of the home front. You need to have yeah. it's responsibility. Yeah. And she said if he worked full time, then they would be making the same amount of money. Right. And, and then, you know, it's up to you. If you really care about this game now in your free time, that's when you're going to be hustling and putting in extra time. But I, I don't think I'm quite OK as OK 
with him being like, well, I'm going to do part-time because I'm working on this thing and it's going to be, it's going to take off. It's going to hit. Like at a certain point you need to, I don't want to say grow up and because that, that infers dropping the dream, but like realize that you have a responsibility and that you need to step up. Yeah. And if this is his dream, then maybe he can get a job in that's that field. Exactly what I was going to say. work on yeah. that during the day. And then at point. nighttime, he can be working on yeah, this. On his yeah. own. And yeah. getting a job in that mm-hmm. field will help him hone and refine exactly. those skills. Yeah. I think that's like you get to this point where you're like dream or whatever you're doing. Like I like am an unemployed actor who also does everything else that I do while I'm being an unemployed actor is still like performance and media film related. Like I that's where like, and in him, doing like, so you're making your own opportunities. And I'm also like learning more about things like I'm learning more about everything that I can do in one thing is going to help me in something yeah. else. And I think like for that's kind of maybe maybe she's picking up on the fact that like these are two totally set like two totally separate part time jobs that like it doesn't mesh to be like one driven dream of what they want what what he wants to do, which I think can be like a little alarming. But I like I don't I I like I'm also curious, like, does he know how to code? Like, does he know how to do anything else that would be like I think like some people like. I have friends who they work to live like they have like desk jobs like they're fine with it. They don't like love it, but like their weekends, they shut off. They don't have to do anything with work. They don't even think about it once they go home and they go on these trips and they What's do all that, that like? other stuff. Yeah. And then when, <laughs> I you, know too. when you work <laughs> in a creative field, it's like you like live to work like you love it and like you go to bed thinking about it and like not in a necess- it can be in a bad way or a good way, but like it consumes you in a different kind of way that you need to be like fulfilled and satisfied by by it and I think for him he's probably more of that and like only wants to do something he really really loves but like there gets to be this point where if you can't do exactly what you want to do which is like this video game and sell all of that then what is the next best thing right, that's close pivot. to it dreams like this whole idea of like what are you going to be when you grow up like there's your what you decided when you were 10 years old oh my god there are yeah. so many other versions of it yeah like, be a Christmas elf at Macy's that was my dream. Wow. That's not where I thought dream. this was going. Still <laughs> kind of my dream. I just love Christmas. Well, you can still do that. I believe I feel in like you. I could, maybe. But maybe you can be. Tall. Oh, I am too tall. You're too, you are definitely too tall to be a Christmas oh. elf. But see, that's why you pivot. And maybe yeah. you could be uh, uh, Mrs. Reindeer. Claus or a reindeer. I'm gangly. I, I sympathize with her because, like, it, it sucks to move in with someone and then now all of a sudden have all these questions. Mm-hmm. They say that, uh, I don't know who they is, but I'm just going to pull a stat out of my people. ass and hope that it's real. So don't Google this. Just assume <laughs> I'm telling the truth. But that couples who don't move in with each other until after they're engaged or married actually have a higher success rate than those who move in together mm-hmm. to see how it is. Yeah. And the reason for that is because you if you move in and you're not committed, you're still playing this testing game. Yeah. You're still judging and you're you're kind of constantly auditioning for the role of partner. Oh wow. Yeah, and that's Dark. like yeah, sorry if I got too. Do you rude. live with your? Girlfriend? I do. I do. Cool. I live with my boyfriend too. This yeah, and then, by the way, we're not engaged, so like <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm aware of that. But I didn't want to. We had an option to move in earlier, yeah, because it was like, hey, leases are coming up, but I didn't want to rush into it. Yeah. I wanted to make sure, like, this is a decision we're making, and it's a decision we're making because you we're want committed, to, not because like convenience. Yeah, I don't know what the end of the story is of like, hey, girl, you fucked. Uh, <laughs> but. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I get that that's such a tough and terrible place to be where you moved in because you thought that this was the next yeah. stage and now you're having these questions about, um, 
his viability as a partner long term. And and you don't want to be the person that goes like to your you don't want to be shot as the messenger to go to him and be like, hey, you're 31, time to get a job, yeah. a real job. That's that's that she's if you the one thing I will say is that you cannot unfortunately be the person that gives him a wake up call because you will only be uh, caught in the crosshairs because yeah. of it. But then if it gets to a point where you're not able to like move forward in the trajectory of your life that you want and not that you want a guy who provides for you and makes so much more money than you, you right. want someone who you're like, well, if I'm going to be 50-50 with someone, I want someone who can make what I'm making so then we could do this and do all this other stuff. But if you feel like you're having to carry so much more of like the financial weight of it and you don't want to, I think it's very, that's okay. It doesn't make you a shitty person. And it, if you don't, if this relationship ends up not working out because of it, that's also fine. Like, I don't think, I don't think it makes you a shitty person for wanting someone to wanting to be 50, 50 with someone for a decent chunk of the time. Cause it's never always going to be 50, 50. Some it's going to be yeah. like ebb and flow, but like, this is it's if it doesn't change i don't i don't think you need to feel guilty about um not wanting to like stay in it because like or or give talk about it give an ultimate not an ultimatum yeah. but but address it and i think we agree it's not yeah. really the money money is no. the is the tangible expression of it but it's this feeling that you're working your ass off you're working a job as a responsible adult to and basically he's complaining about pay this. for him yeah. to do a thing that that we don't know if it's going to pan out it's it's just like a responsibility mm-hmm. thing of, of pull your weight and put in as much effort as I am. Yeah, because he's also complaining about, like, not... He was complaining? I'm, yeah. Was, that's, yeah. You can't do that, dude. Exactly. So I think, um, yeah. I you think, have him call in. Yeah. Do we ever take callers on this show and we can, like, just, like, be like, hey, man, oh quit it. <laughs> but have a good talk with him about it, like, a long talk that's not about... Um, that's more about like what his plan is with everything. You can't keep it in, right? Yeah. I, I think we, yeah. it's like, if you just keep this in, it's going to grow into resentment and it's going to get so much mm-hmm. worse and it's going to come out in a way that you don't want it to, a la your drunken phone call previously. So I think you got to have a big, an adult conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Also, by the way, contrary to my other point, Ned and his wife moved in after four months. So, and they're like the most married oh, people wow. ever. So fuck me, right? That makes sense. <laughs> Four months, yeah. yeah I had to figure out how long it took before him and I. And then they got together. engaged within like a year. Really? Yeah, they moved wow. fast. Were they in? L- oh, it's stupid. They were in Chicago. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay, we're done with this question. Let's move on to the next one. Hi, Magna Melissa. I'm 21, and me and my boyfriend have been together for one and a half years. We recently moved in together. We're both at university, and so we moved into a seven-bed house, and we got two rooms so we'd have a room each for more space um before we moved in together i would see him about two or three times a week um i would go around to each other we would go around to each other's houses and when we were together i felt like we would spend all of our time together um and have more alone time but now since we moved in it feels like we spend all of our time as a flat and then even when even at the night, we could go off to our separate rooms. So it often feels like we're more roommates than we are. Boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. And it ends up that I kind of lost the romance and can often feel like I'm being friend-zoned. Which, I hate the phrase. Um, also in this house, there is another girl and they've got quite close. I don't think that... 
there, but then you worry about to treat them. I don't, I would never think you would cheat on me. But their friendship, I'm getting jealous about their friendship. They spend quite a lot of time together and they seem to have quite similar um, interests. And I'm feeling like they spend more, he spends more time with her than he does with me. I feel like I'm a bit in second place. It doesn't help that I've got really bad self-confidence and self-esteem due to bad relationships with my family. And he's my first relationship, so I'm naturally very paranoid about it. I don't know what to do. I really want to improve our relationship and get more romance into it. Because I'm scared that if it continues like that, we're just... It's going to fall apart. I want to be able to feel more confident and get more self-confidence in our relationship and just in me as a person. Hope you can help. Thank you. Bye. Oh my God. I feel like you should start because I feel like you're going to, my, my, I, you should start. I'm mine. You got a lot going on over here. I I saw physical recoils throughout the room. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, my, my heart is is weeping for you. My instinct is to say that that uh, I don't think it's an uncommon thing when you move in with someone to find that that the effort for romance is dwindling and yeah. it's that feeling of like, oh, well, I don't need to try anymore. And, you know, every relationship is work. That mm-hmm. That's first and foremost. Dating, I think there's like a myth that like love is so easy and you oh, meet yeah, someone once you get it. and then you got it and it's like all this electric nausea and it just never stops. Mm-hmm. Like that's total bullshit. Uh, you have to put work into your relationship. Mm-hmm. You need to be dedicated to it. And it sounds like right now um, he's failing and it's possible that, that you're failing on that side too. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, a recommitment to finding times to like, it, it's a recommitment to finding times to, to like, go on dates. And, and yeah. just because you live together now, doesn't mean that you're going to just stop doing all those things that you were doing when you were dating. Like have a day of the week where you say like, hey, I'm going to take you out to dinner. You go home, mm-hmm. you change, and you you just spend time, just the two of you. Because so I think it's really easy to fall into a pattern and then all of a sudden, yeah, you are, you are roommates. Yeah. What do you think about the other girl? The other girl? I don't, I, I don't feel being, good about it. I, right? I don't feel good. Uh, I, I definitely... You don't want to let your imagination run totally wild. Yeah. But like... Yeah, guys mm-hmm. suck sometimes, mm-hmm. and like their minds w- wander. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, I think you guys definitely oh, feel that there. some shit is going down, and that yeah. she needs to watch out. But I yeah. don't want to fuel the paranoia. I think that like you need to be confident in yourself, and it shouldn't be about like I'm going to block her out or I'm going to win him back over her. I think you just need to focus on your relationship. And, yeah. and make sure that you like make him fall in love with you every day and you fall in love with him as opposed to focusing on like the preventative. It's not defense. Yeah. Play offense. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that you're going to give that advice because mine is so different, which that is, that is, that is the, that is like a, <laughs> you can only see you. We've got two girls who are like, we're very like, this is like, we've had this talk so many times. Has it, cause, I this mean, is, Cause like this, like we've been there. Like we, I've yeah. been, I have been this girl. And what I would say is like, there is an aspect of paranoia for sure. I would say the term like her saying that she's like has all these like self-confidence issues and all of these things. I'm not saying that she doesn't, but I'm also saying that like her 
putting this like weird feeling she has about this guy, her boyfriend and this other girl and chalking it up to her relate her like family issues and past relationship issues is not a conclusion she came to on her own. It is something that she was told when she made a comment about feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's gaslighting. Like that's what that is. Like I'm not saying you're like I'm not and also I don't know any fucking guy who uh who I've ever been gaslighted by who's been actively aware of even what gaslighting is. So I'm not saying that was his like goal going into it. And I'm also like assuming he said that, but your, if I've learned any fucking thing. And also I have like the craziest story to tell you later about like my friend who had a, like a similar thing of like four years later of like a thing that they thought that someone told them like, no, 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 the crazy, crazy four years later, turns out they weren't crazy. Your gut in this situation is never going to be wrong. And the condition I will give you that is if you have had a jealousy thing with him and Every girl that you've ever been, like been around, right? Then, then, then there's something. Th- then with there's you. something. But if this with is you, the one. But if there is yeah. something specific Shit. about this that makes you uncomfortable, there's a reason. And yeah, I think your advice is better. I, I just wanted to make her feel no, good. I, I just was like, "What's going to make her feel good. better?" I don't want. I don't want it. <laughs> that's good. And also, she asked, "Like, what can I do to like help our relationship?" And that's like that that is the advice that you do to help your relationship but right now i think what you need like it's like just look at what's in front of you you're probably not fucking crazy there probably is something going on you don't do anything about the girl because it's not like yeah the girl's shitty but it's not the girl's fault like this her that girl doesn't owe her anything her boyfriend owes her something that's who the commitment's with and i think like you need to have a conversation with him and don't take well, here's, do you want, the, when it comes to the truth, you have to figure out if you actually want to know. And sometimes you think you want to know, and then you realize you don't want to know. So you need to look at the situation, realize it's, it's a seven bedroom house. You're in a shit situation with potentially living with, living with your boyfriend and potentially a girl that not saying that he's actively physically cheating on you, but might have, might have a crush on it and have like an emotional, emotional cheating. With. Yeah. And uh, the level of disrespect that is happens when you're going to choose to hang out with another roommate who's also a girl over your girlfriend, that to me is just like a scummy guy. Yeah. Like, that's just like point blank. That's him. Ugh, I hate this. And I've been this. So I feel so bad, which is also why I'm giving so much tough love is I wish someone had said this to me. All the, I've had so many friends be like, oh my God, no, you were being crazy. And then finally later they were like, oh no, you weren't being crazy at all. Is like you, if, if he, how he's treating you and if like he's going to make those decisions for you, like he's making that kind of, he's choosing her right now. And at any point, if somebody in a relationship is going to choose somebody else, and then they're not going to recognize like, oh, wow, I fucked up. Let me work on us, but is going to deny it. And like that to me is something that's already lost and is already done. Like you don't have that boyfriend anymore. And like, I will agree with you what you said about how when you move in together, you have to like have dates. Like my boyfriend and I went through that for like look a long yeah. time for us to understand. And like people have different definitions of quality time. Whereas like for him, like he'd be cool if he came home from work and like we'd both be on our computers like like 
or like reading or that, doing there's something. There's a healthy balance there. Yeah. And then like for me, I'm like, well, no, I want like at least one night a week where we like go out and do something. Like you have to plan healthy things balance there. with me just like you plan things with your friends. But like because we live together, we don't have to like yeah. plan the next time we're going to see each other. And so that there is a learning curve there that I think like you can fall into that. But there's an, the, the issue here, I don't think is the quality time. I think the issue here is the quality time is being spent with another girl who's not you. It's funny, you totally like turned my opinion on this because at first I'm like, okay, I have a five-step plan. We're going to bring the romance back. We're going to do sleepovers. We're going to go on dates and then we're going to bring it up because you don't, if you bring it up now, maybe you're going to push them away. And now I'm flipped. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this guy. You're going to go out. You're going to get a new haircut. You're going to get some new clothes. You're going to show him and then you're going to start like talking to the other four roommates. (laughs) There's something and the last thing I will say, there's something to be said about um like lying and potentially cheating and hiding something and then there's something to be said about being cheat potentially cheated on or whatever with somebody that you also live with like that like he's not trying to hide any of this and if he was and if this was something that like if he was hiding it, I think it would be a better situation because like this is just zero regards for your feelings at all. And I think even if like there is nothing else there, him choosing someone over you, whether it's like even just a friendship with another girl, choosing that over you and you expressing that you want like more romance and all this stuff and it's not being met, that to me is... I, I I just I would want to be with someone who chose me as often as I chose them. Right. And I just don't think right now He's that's what's it. happening. He can have friends like tight homies who are girls. Yeah. That's awesome. But you've got to be the number one. Well, that's, and you just have to. And even if they want to spend like you have to spend time to get like yeah. you're saying that you're being picked second like even if he's spending half his time with his friends yeah, you're and not half in a relationship with anymore you. then that's no. then you're, it's like and what are you doing he's being a coward about it and i think you you're, need to your have hookup buddies exactly again. you're fr- and you're saying you feel like you're being friends out and i honestly it sucks and i hate this and it feels and if you want to dm me on instagram and talk about it i totally will like i will fully get into it with you but like I i'm think, also interested in the follow-up yeah, so loop me into that you need you need to um you need to realize that this isn't on you and that he's done something to make you feel really insecure and it's his job to a listen to you when you say that and tell him that and if that doesn't change um that's your answer you know and it's not it's not worth it it's really really not because that'll just fuck with you more and then you'll need more therapy but also go to therapy it's great i love therapy see i was a responsible 21 22 year old man where i knew i was trash so i just stayed away from people you know i didn't let i didn't didn't subject them to me Hey, I'm like, I don't do commitment. Like, I'm just like having fun. No, I just scared people away. Oh, my God. Okay, should we go on to the next? I'm 19, and I've been with my boyfriend for about a year and a half now. Um, Whenever we first started dating, he was a virgin and I wasn't, but he still wanted to, like, he didn't want to have sex, but he wanted to do other things to me but he felt like weird about me doing anything to him. And so that went on for like a few months of the beginning of our relationship. And since then, like we've had sex and, you know, done other things, but um, now he's always like ready to go because he's a 20 year old guy. You know what I mean? And I'm not. And I feel like I was more so when we first started dating, but as our relationship has evolved and we've gotten more comfortable with each other, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not always in the mood. 
And um, he, the, the other day he told me that it sort of hurts his feelings whenever, because he'll, he will offer to like do something to me if for some reason he can't, you know, if, if he can't, uh, like if we've just had sex or something and um, he, gosh, this is weird. If we've just had sex and so like he can't go right away and I'm still ready to go, um, he will offer to do something to me. But he said that it hurts his feelings that I don't offer to do anything to him if I'm not in the mood. And I sort of think that it's different because um, when it's me, I'm, you know, I'm just not in the mood and I wouldn't want him to do anything to me if he wasn't. And so I guess what my question is, is am I, you know, am I in the wrong? Am I being a weird person for not, you know, wanting to do something to him, even though he says that he would do the same for me? But then I feel like he's never not ready. You know what I mean? Like, he's always willing to do something. Anyways, so am I... (laughs) Am I being selfish or is he sort of being, is he sort of not being very understanding? Hmm. I just, I need to know like frequency. I don't like, I I need more specifics here of like how many times we talking in a week. Is this like once a week? Is this like four days a week? Is it every day? Three times times a day. day. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's 20. (laughs) Um, I mean, I think like what this boils down to is like a difference in sex drive. Um, and we've we've talked about this before on the podcast of like it's I think like sexual compatibility is like a really important thing in yeah. being with someone who has like an understanding of your sex drive and like or is that like and the similar like where you're at with it. I think um, I think he probably has a higher sex drive than you which i, yeah, I mean 20, 20 20 years old yeah he's a fucking he's a bunny rabbit he's just ready to go he's the energizer bunny yeah and i think um i am wanting to know why they didn't have sex for like i'm wondering does he masturbate like right because yeah. if they were not having sex like was it like an abs- abstaining from everything kind of thing for a while and like is that the only way he's getting off is like with that? Like, does, is there any sort of, I don't know if what's your like opinion on, on masturbation in a relationship? I uh, think for sure. Go for it. Yeah, for sure. I think if like I'm in the mood to have sex and like you're instead like jacking off, I'd be a no, I'd be right. like, hi, yeah. hello. I'm over here. Exactly. But I think like a, like if I, like if I'm not in the mood or if I'm like, you're in the fucking shower or if I'm like not home or if it's like not that, I think if you're choosing that over like, like having sex, then, then I think, that's a problem yeah but like i don't have any sort of so just go tell your boyfriend to jerk off a bunch yeah but <laughs> if he is here's what i'll say i think like and this might be surprising he'll be like wow oh my god i didn't think he said that i don't think like he, so he uh not to put words in his mouth talking about things with his mouth um i don't think <laughs> like i like not that you don't have like the greatest vagina in the world but like i don't think he is like just like craving vagina and that's why he's going down on you it's more along the lines of like he likes getting you off Mm -hmm. and like likes that aspect so he's not necessarily like oh i'm in the mood to like eat her out but like i'm 
in the mood to like there's a confidence boost and like he wants to make you feel good and so I think that he's probably not going to say that to you where he's like well when I'm going down on you it's like if he's going down if he's horny like I don't maybe he's getting off by going down on you but like to me those are not necessarily like he might like he totally might be but I think like it's more about like pleasuring you and less about him like I don't think he's selfishly going down on yeah I I think it's about her pleasure because he was going I mean yeah he was going down on her before they even had sex and she and he wouldn't let her go down on him yeah well it sounds like he's got some he had some hang-ups, I know, but I guess he's I way over them now. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think know. like there's there's like you should never feel pressured to do like anything sexually that you don't want to do. Um, yeah, that I we got it first yeah. and foremost. There's no world in which you Mm-mm. should feel bad for not always wanting to uh, pleasure him. Like yeah. that's that's not your exclusive job. There's also just the reality of like. Uh, totally going back to your idea of like sexual compatibility there's frequency but there's also like time of day yeah. some people are like morning horny oh God, some people are night can't horny with morning sex i'm like i need coffee yeah yeah and Do like not fucking go on and i'm gonna tell you like i get tired at night like yeah. when i'm tired i'm like i gotta go to bed oh, i'm not yeah. like this is a stamina thing and i don't got it yeah you're like no no <laughs> i'm ready I am, to sleep i am asleep so like it's something to figure out and and i was gonna say an adult relationship but you guys are still in college um in relationships, I think you have to talk about it and figure it out. And and it is possible to get into a place where you're not putting enough time for your, um, fi- you know, physical relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's import- an important component. But, whew, yeah, I don't think – I think it's okay. You shouldn't feel pressure. That's not a good place to be. No. It's, like, it's not going to go well now and it's not going to go well in the long run if you feel like you're doing something out of obligation – Sex is supposed to be fun and an and intimate yeah. and an exchange of passion and, and fluid and Sorry. fluid. <laughs> Juice a condom. <laughs> um, I also wonder though, is he like, is he going down on you in hopes of like do unto others as That's you would exactly like done onto you? That so that was like the especially in college. I didn't know a single guy who enjoyed it. Get going, going down, down on girls. Yeah, it was like something that it's a it's something that you develop over time. Yeah, uh, as a guy, and it really the, the context in which I heard about it when I was younger was either abject terror and like yeah. what is what do I do? I don't know what to do, or <sighs> or I'm this is a this is a um, this is something that I'm going to do because I know that I'm going to get re- uh, reimbursed yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's what I wonder if he's. But, but I don't know if he did, though, because he did it before I was gonna say, he asked maybe, for the exchange. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, though. Maybe he was doing it before because she wasn't a virgin and he felt like he had to do no, it to keep oh, her. Oh, she wasn't a virgin. Yeah. He was. And she uh, and he was doing it because he felt he had to keep that's like a what pressure? he had to do yeah, he, to keep her. Yeah. Well, I just. Yeah. And I, I think like. What I, was her problem again? <laughs> I think with her, but the thing that she because said. Because pressuring her. Yeah. And, okay. Right. She, she does he it more. Right. Okay. He's, he goes down on her. I lost and track. And she's saying that she doesn't want him to go down on her if he's not in the mood. So I think then you have to have that conversation with him, which is like awkward and uncomfortable. Sure. But if you're going to like have someone's like penis inside you, like you have the fucking awkward conversations about it. <laughs> um, And like say something about the like, uh, like being like, I think we have different 
uh, levels of sex drives. And I think that's like totally fine. And I don't want, I want you to feel like if you're totally in the mood and you've come on to me and I'm not in the mood, like maybe you just ate a huge dinner and you're like, please no. <laughs> then like, like you're totally free pass. Like you fr- feel free to masturbate. Like that's totally fine and awesome. And like, if you're in the, if you're in the mood, if, if then if you think going down on like me is like a re- like re- like re- re- reciprocation kind of thing like I think we just need to be like more clear and have sex when we're both in the mood so w- one of us isn't trying to get the other person in the mood when they said they're not and so I think you just have to have that point blank conversation and then give him permission not that he needs your permission or anything like that to be like if I'm not in the mood like you feel because maybe he doesn't feel comfortable like watching porn or masturbating because he feels like he's cheating on like not like i don't maybe he feels like he's cheating yeah it's it's a weird conversation to broach yeah and and i think that that's totally common that people feel like when they're in a relationship they can't watch porn anymore that it's like i have to save myself for you exclusively dude this the porn on the the porn conversations we've had from this we that's where i didn't know people had so many varying opinions really yeah yeah i mean i don't think that my girlfriend would be happy with it yeah yeah i don't think so i mean i i don't yeah my i it all varies like i don't give a shit like usually but like again like if i'm there and like your choice is going to be to watch porn and not have sex with me i'd be mad but like right if i'm right, like right, on right. the couch like eating tacos being like <laughs> i don't want to have sex right now like i'm bleeding out of my vagina then uh-huh. go ahead watch porn in the other uh-huh. room you know yeah yeah but and yeah. i i i also i'm thinking that he probably thinks that sex is all just physical and he's not doing anything the emotional yeah the emotional part to lead up to it for them to have sex and e r e are you fin girl are you finishing like I, is- i've been wondering how good is he at what he does mm-hmm. or is yeah. he just like going down there's like i did it now let's yeah. have sex like no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spells the abcs um starts humming um but yeah you go like so- you, you blow on it right <laughs> you just tap it um, he's just biting. <laughs> go back, eat, go back yeah, to our ASMR portion. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, my vagina clenched. Ow, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. You just shouldn't feel guilt tripped at all. And I think the same way of you don't want to feel. now it's in her head that he feels obligated to go down on her even when he's not in the mood which then makes you feel bad and like you're like no I don't want you to do something that you don't want to do I don't want like this to be like a task kind of thing um but if there's something that like you have enjoyed like sexually with him more or if is it is your sex good like is this is like are you not no he's 20 years old of course it's not good very very quick (laughs) is it that like when you mean you're not in the mood um that there isn't a lead up he's not yeah he's not getting you in the mood exactly and that's not the right yeah so i think like if you can like there's i think you need for him i think you need to specify what that is yeah (laughs) I know. I think I think you just the next time that you're in the mood, like take your time with it and make it into a situation like have your dream situation of like how long you want to spend doing foreplay, all these other things and then making it so that that like that is a better experience because I think like. I just think you guys are on just different like yeah, different levels. I, yeah. It's so hard to keep up with a guy that age that is like full of yeah. energy yeah. and rearing and this is to his go. First time and he like he's like, in, Whoa, yeah. this is great. Let's do this yeah. always. Like, cause it is, it's totally nice to do something for your partner 
occasionally. Like yeah. if you don't want to do it, like that's that can be a good gratifying thing. Yeah. But you can't. You don't want to get into a pattern where you're just constantly doing fulfilling something out of obligation, uh, especially if he's not bringing the goods, and <laughs> <laughs> which is probably not. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, it's a frank conversation talking about you know how often you think an ideal number is, um, or, or frequency is rather how things that you can that he can do to to f- make mm-hmm. you feel validated and in the mood yeah. and and primed and then frankly it's it's possible that sexual compat- compatibility just isn't there and yeah. that's that's something that you'll then have to figure out yeah 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 but like if you're if you're at a place where you're like I would ideally have sex once a month and he's like three times a day that that's an incompatibility that's real and that's mm-hmm. not your fault and that's that's just something that that's inherent with differences between you two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like she was like she was into it in the beginning. Like it's not like she you you shouldn't feel bad about yourself. It sounds like you enjoy sex and that you're giving it to him plenty. Yeah, and it's just he has unrealistic expectations. Yeah, but probably in the beginning it was probably whenever she was ready. Yes. Yeah. So now and it's now, not that. Yeah. And I think like my overall advice would be like in general, like as a takeaway for everybody, like you should sexual things or anything regarding that you should never be doing anything in wanting it in return like that shouldn't be it like if you want to go down on your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever that should not be because you want them to reciprocate the favor like that should be like if he's going down on you like it should be because like he wants to and if you want to give a a yeah you want to give a random fucking blowjob it's because like you want to not because you've been asked to or you feel like you should like right you're going to resent them and you're going to feel uncomfortable if it's not your idea and like, you're going to resent that dick. Exactly. Don't resent that dick. And I think like that's... <laughs> I want a t-shirt. It's going to make you feel like... It makes you feel gross too because it makes you feel like someone's doing something to you that and they don't actually want. it should make him feel gross. Like it's not fun to get... Like, it, no, it's, yeah. And like, it, would, do you want like a pity blowjob? Like, is that what he wants? No. Like he wants... And like, that's not what a relationship is being like, hey, I'm horny. Like, suck my dick. <laughs> like, that's not how that works. You should never feel obligated either way. And if you feel, but you both have sexual needs, like you shouldn't feel obligated to do something like this, but in order to not feel obligated, you have to have that conversation about what you guys need. And if you guys can't meet each other's needs, then you're not right. For then you're other. not right. And yeah. then that's also very much okay. Like I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't date a guy who's like, Oh, by the way, like, I think you're great and awesome. But like, I don't go down on girls. And I'd be like, that's awesome. That's so much. <laughs> I like, don't do you. Thank you so much for like, I'm so glad to meet you. Like, we're not going to hang out with you again. Yeah. Like, look, sex conversations are totally like still taboo, but this is a big part of, sharing your life with mm-hmm. someone is meeting on that level. It's a totally important part of your relationship, but you have to agree and meet each other at the same place. Yeah. So find out if you guys are right for each other. Yeah. Well, best of luck. Use protection. Don't yeah. get pregnant. Don't get pregnant. No, don't do it. Okay, guys, it's time for a quick break and we will be right back. See you soon. So soon. I'm sorry. I'm talking so much. <laughs> If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not 
getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you 
and listed it as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> when I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. This year, make health and wellness a top priority with the help of Care Of's monthly subscription vitamin service. Simply answer a few questions about your diet, your health goals, and lifestyle choices via Care Of's fun online quiz. And you'll get personal, scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations in only five minutes. Then each and every month, Care Of delivers them right to your door in a customized daily pack. Great for a lifestyle of on the go. There are even vegan and vegetarian supplement options available to match your dietary needs. Guys, I'm obsessed with Care Of. First of, it has my name on it. Like when I open it, it's like, hey, Megan, like here are your vitamins. I mean, it doesn't say it out loud. It's not like that'd be really creepy. But like my name is literally printed on it, which first of all, also, if you have like a name that's not common, like my age, like I could never get like thing like keychains. Like this feels great. Like this feels like personal validation. I'm a huge fan. The quiz was really, really, really interesting. I even like read about every supplement post like taking the quiz and seeing that but it was awesome it actually like made me answer questions about like digestive like sleep and all of these things that I wasn't necessarily like thinking about of being like oh yeah no that's true I don't really sleep that much and oh yes I do feel kind of gross after this 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 and this kind of thing um and so I really like them I'm uh, a huge fan I've been I've been gosh I mean how many I've had them for for quite some time now part of my routine and I just am a huge fan of vitamins so take advantage of this month's special New Year's offer. For 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter promo code BLAME50. That's takecareof.com and code BLAME50 for 50% off your very first month. Own iconic luxury items at Unreal Values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers. Shop from designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more up to 90% off retail. New arrivals come in daily and every single item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts. In fact, The Real Real employs over 100 brand authenticators, gemologists, horologists, and art curators from around the globe who inspect thousands of items each day to ensure that every item is 100% authentic. Shop and consign women and men's luxury fashion as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home. Shop online or visit one of their stores in Soho or West Hollywood or visit one of their luxury consignment offices in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. Guys, I've talked about The Real Real before. Um, it's one of my favorite places to, like, 
you like you know like window shopping like that idea but like this is like window shopping without leaving my couch and it's also like a kind of window shopping that i'm like i could afford this 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 is something that i could definitely pay like this kind of price for and it's not crazy i've also been recently loving like looking at like you know like the really old like louis vuittons like in the era of like you know like low-rise jeans celebrities um those have been really fun to look at for me i think they're really cool and i also like love when they've got like very vintage things so whether you're like looking for something that uh is just gently used and it's going to be a little more affordable than buying it straight out from the store or things that were limited edition and special or vintage i think they're really 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 great so shop in store online or download the app and get 20% off select items with promo code real. That's the real promo code real for 20% off select items. Guys, we're back from our break. We're back. And we're going to hop into more calls. So I'm 17 years old. I'm from Germany and I'm doing an exchange here in Mexico right now. So I left my boyfriend back in Germany and I've been here since four months now. And I honestly just realized that I don't depend on my boyfriend as much as I always thought I did and honestly I'm just not in love with him anymore so the problem is he told me a month ago that he's gonna come here and stay for the last five months and do an exchange semester by the time he told me he had already paid everything he had his host family his school placing and basically for him there's no turning back anymore and if he would decide to stay in Germany he would lose all of the money so, my question basically is, do I break up with him before he comes here? Do I not break up with with him at all, even though that's just too unfair, that's just lying to him all the time? Or do I wait till he gets here and then break up with him here? All of the options, to me, feel very unfair, and I already feel so bad right now for lying to him that I'm still in love with him. Yeah, I just don't really know what to do, and I'm hoping you could give me some advice. Uh, the advice is that you made Megan squirm out of her chair and slink to the ground (laughs) I feel so I feel so bad for her like I feel bad for him of course but like being like okay this might be not what you want to hear but sometimes when like my life's I, my life's sucky i love when people are like wow that really fucking sucks like <laughs> let me just tell you like acknowledgement that, of like yes hey you know how that thing that you think is really shitty Dude, yeah it's shitty it is like i'm it's fully validating like i like don't want to be you right now like just know like this is like i'm really sorry this fucking sucks which might not make you feel better but sometimes it makes me feel better um what an uncomfortable situation holy fucking and, shit. and you know i'm just gonna jump and jump ahead and say rude of him to book that trip without asking yep. you super presumptuous also five months that's a lot what the fuck that was he gonna stay with you for five months where's he living that's yeah. fucked up i kind of think it's kind of one of those things like um with pyramid schemes where if you're stupid enough to buy into it like i kind of am like well you did this to yourself if that's like if you're gonna get a non-refundable fucking ticket and all of this stuff like part of me is like well shit like you should be out of that money because that was a really presumptuous decision i also want to say maybe maybe you maybe there was some conversations that you felt okay like you didn't know he was necessarily being really serious about or maybe he read too much into stuff so there might have been a part in like would you feel guilty for kind of like maybe not shutting him down maybe not encouraging and saying that you really want him to but not shutting him down when he said he was gonna do this stuff which i think is fair because like when you like decide you don't love somebody anymore oh my god it's the most oh my god and i'm a ghoster serial ghoster yeah Um, i'm ashamed to say well yeah I've been ghosted on Mm -hmm. and I've done it myself and 
neither is fun. No, you're amongst friends. You are. We are. We are. We are big ghosters, and we got I've some only, shit from people yeah. saying. That. I've only broken up with someone once, but yeah. also I've like barely had any relationships. So I don't know why I'm on this podcast. I have no <laughs> advice to draw from. Uh, but it was the most uncomfortable thing I ever did. But I was like, I have to <sighs> yeah. do this. I I can tell you like me, and I don't feel oh, see, the same. That's great. Cause I would just ghost. But then I like, I did it before a shift, like one of her shifts, like she was going to work and Ooh. like we met up and like, I don't know yeah. why I'm telling this story. Why am I putting <laughs> myself out there like that? But it was like, and then I had to think of like, do I ruin your day by telling mm-hmm. you now? But I realized like, no, I have to rip this bandaid off. Yeah. I'm not going to continue to lead you on. It's, there's never a good time for that conversation. Yeah. I think like you just right now, like just need to fit. Like it's the lesser of the evils. Like it's all shitty. Like it's all going to be shitty for him. He's going to be mad at any of them. I think if we're going to rank them, I think the worst thing you can do is break up with him in where you are. Yes. Do not don't, let him come. He, I, look, don't let him get on the plane. Don't let him get on the plane. You know what sucks? blowing a couple hundred or a thousand dollars okay well what's you know what sucks wasting a thousand mm-hmm. couple thousand dollars you know what's worse flying oh. to mexico getting dumped and having nothing to do for five fucking yeah. months that is awful He's you're going to put school <laughs> oh god he, it, i kind of miss that is he going to be studying there well while... are they going to yeah. be in the same if they're from if coming from the same school previously they're probably going to end up being in the same study abroad like you know what though hold on Maybe let's let him go to Mexico. Him, Lizzie, Lizzie, let him Liz get McGuire life. Lizzie McGuire. I was going to go like an eat, yeah, pray, love. Paolo. Find a Paolo. Like, discover yourself. Where, uh, where in Mexico are you? Mexico City There's a lot to do there. It's a big I city. I love Mexico City. You guys can avoid each other. I mean, you know what? I'm going to say no. let him go. No. Are you serious? <laughs> I <laughs> with you. Guys, fuck yeah. this. No, 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 no. Here's it's, what I'll say. Okay, and I think I, I love the Lizzie McGuire life, but I think, <laughs> which like speaks to me, I think you just have to let him make that decision. Yeah. So if you break up with him before, Beforehand, he might still want to go. Yes, and that's and because okay. it's and, not and refundable. You need to be okay with that because yeah. there is no good solution here. Mm-hmm. And like the little bit of discomfort, not the little bit, the discomfort that it's going to give you to be in the same city as him. Like, I think we need to be sensitive here that there's a lot on both sides. Yeah. But don't let him get on the plane assuming that he's going to live this fairy tale exactly. with you. I would say, like, FaceTime. Immediately. Don't call right FaceTime, face to face. And and have this hard conversation now. It's gonna break his heart, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh shit, and, I was gonna have, there's no yeah. Sense. His heart's gonna get broken. But either, either way, way mm-hmm. it's gonna happen, and it's okay. Like I, we need to tell you, it's okay to feel this way. You're mm-hmm. 17. Not every relationship is gonna last. This is unfortunately something that may happen a couple times in your life, and. And uh, the people who are older are going to tell you that we still haven't really figured out how to dump people. No, not at all. And also, like, there's he's he's allowed to be mad at you, too, which like you need to be okay with, like, all of that. And like he yes, it could in any other way. It could have been like, oh, if he didn't spend this money and you would figure it out. But the thing is, is like you had to go. I'm not like a destiny believer, but like you had to go on this trip to figure out that you don't have feelings for him anymore. So like this isn't like this is when you figured this out. And like, sure, could you have maybe said something sooner? Yes. But also like you didn't want to feel that like you don't really want to fall out of love with someone. So you're you're like yeah, holding you back and not saying anything and having him like make all these plans. Like in your mind, I'm assuming it was probably like you wanted that. Like, yeah, I really want you to come and I want you to want I want to want you to come and you're kind of hoping that it's just like a phase and you realize it's not and then you have to tell him 
And I think you just need to be really like just honest with him. And then also just like before he even can like say anything, just apologize and be like so aware like I'm so sorry of the situation that this puts you in like I'm so aware like I know I played a part in this and I really should have done this and I shouldn't have let it go on this I I should have stopped you when you were talking about coming but like I really thought that this was like something I was gonna get like this was just a phase for me like I thought I was gonna be over this and it was just like in my head but like as the days get closer to you coming like it like is killing me thinking that you're gonna get on this plane and I I don't want to ruin your trip and I don't want any of that it's stuff. A long to like, flight. It is. Yeah. And like, I don't, I need to say this because like, I don't want, I've already like, yeah, you feel like you've been compl- like not saying something enough that it's going to hurt him. The quicker you do it, the, f- the better. better. I want to highlight though, my favorite thing that you said, n- not you, our caller, okay. uh, <laughs> Whatever. everything you said was wonderful. Uh, you said that you realized that was it, that you're not defined by him anymore. It doesn't she like wasn't need him. Relying. Relying. She wasn't relying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Especially if you're someone who's been in a lot of relationships like throughout your adolescence and maybe you're someone who's been like a, da- a date, you know, a serial mm-hmm. dater. It is wonderful to find that space, especially in this time of your life, to be defined by yourself, on yourself, and not through how who you are in a relationship. It's a totally huge and important step that I am like, I am all for. I think that being single is one of the best and most formative times in your life. You need to figure out who you are just by yourself and not in the context of being defined by your relationships or, or who, who, how mm-hmm. others make you feel like savor this time, especially abroad in what I assume is a wonderful city. Uh, like grow, find yourself, find things that you like, be self-defined fucking awesome well i think it's also just like so impressive because i that'd be the complete opposite for me like i'm i'm i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't call myself like defined by like my friends and my relationships but like when i'm out of my element is when i feel the like i feel the most like me when i'm surrounded by people that i know so like the fact that she can identify this like sense of independence in a city like that this is new like this is like such like a fuck yeah this is like the moment in the movie where like a great blink 182 sun comes comes on and you're like i'm living my best a life great blink 182 yes, <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah every i thought you were gonna hit oh, so you would have went to fire fest yeah <laughs> no, were they supposed to go yeah they were the ones oh, that well, canceled no, but i'm saying old i'm saying like old old like, i thought you were gonna hit me with a hey now hey now this oh, yeah. is what dreams are oh, made I thought of you're an all-star which is smash Mouth's my favorite song no, I'm Delizzy hey McGuire. Hey now. But yeah, so I think like you, it, it sucks no matter what. And I think you need to, there's a level of being aware of the role that you played in this hurt and how there are things you could have done to prevent it going this far and hurting this much financially. But then, but still he did this without asking. Exactly. Her. That's what I'm going to say. It's like, you have to know that there's like, just recognize that, but then know that that's not all on you because you would have figured this out and you would have broken. And I've had friends who did this where they went abroad and realized that they're like, Oh, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore, but they don't have to do anything about it until they get back. And he took that choice away from you. So like they're both of you are guilty in this. And also there's, yeah there's he did a lot of these he did things that is now putting you in a position where you have to you have to make this difficult like start this difficult conversation but you didn't ask him to do spend all this money so that guilt know that that's not on you like 
yeah, at I, all. With I don't have again, I don't have much experience here, but with breaking up, I think it's important to accept a level of responsibility and and like yeah. own up to it and that's okay. But also, it's not exclusively your fault. Of Mm-mm. course it isn't. And frankly, I think it'll be helpful for this young man. I'm, I'm, I've been calling him Heinrich in my head. Heinrich! Heinrich needs to know. He needs to hear that what he did wasn't okay and why. Help him, as, as your parting gift, help him not do this again yeah. to someone else. Oh, he's going to feel like a fucking idiot, idiot. Yeah, yeah. And like that's going to be the biggest lesson for him of being like, wow, should not have been this kind of presumptuous. And we do stupid shit when we're 17. But you know what? Years from now... You'll both look back and yeah. laugh. Yeah. And I really want her to have her Paolo moment. Like, <laughs> you know, like I want everyone to have their Paolo moment. You still want him to come to Mexico, though? I do. Yeah. I still kind of want him to, too. But yeah. on his own, I yeah, want him like to they choose can have to. their own separate. I think so. And maybe, yeah. you know what? Maybe they'll fall in love again under the stars and it'll be mm-hmm. like they need to go apart to come back together. Uh, Who knows? So poetic. That's how I would write this story. Yeah. Are you a hopeless romantic? Uh, what's your star sign? Astrological. Uh, Leo. Are you? Oh, when's your uh-huh. birthday? July 26th. Okay, I'm a Leo too. My birthday is August 4th. I, I am not super into astrology, but I think I'm a, uh, my moon is also Leo. Oh, wow. I'm a Leo Leo. Okay. Attention. Yeah. You love attention. I love the sound of my own voice. Yeah, it's I have a great. podcast. I love the best part about having a podcast is that you have headphones on and you can hear yourself talk. And it's, it's like, good. wow, I sound really good right now. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Next one. <laughs> on to the next. I'm 22 years old and a college graduate, a recent college graduate. Um, In August, I uh, went through a very toxic breakup with my ex of two and a half years. It was very um, serious. Like, there was a promise ring involved. Um, But, you know, looking back on it, he was very manipulative and verbally and mentally abusive. And actually, the way he broke up with me was telling me that I was physically and mentally unattractive, that I don't follow through with my goals, and that I don't have my priorities straight, and that he's ashamed of me. Anyway, flash forward four months to now, and, you know, I'm starting to get over him, starting to, like, try to start getting over, you know, all the damage that he's done to my brain by all the manipulation and gaslighting. And my mom finds a note in our mailbox written by him. And the note contained uh, $50 in total, um, $25 in hard cold cash, and $25 in a Target gift card, um, and three notes, one of which was dated for New Year's Eve, but I opened it anyway because he doesn't rule my life anymore. Um, and uh, they were, it was like how he had found a note um, by me that was written in 2016 and like the gift card was established in 2016 and he thought it was a sign and um, that like uh, he gave me all these song recommendations, but they were all love songs and I'm sure it's all about, you know, what he's thinking about me and um I listened to them they were all literally like love songs um and I don't know what to do at this point I mean thanks for the cash you know but he's coming up to my house uninvited this is exactly what happened when we broke up he would come to my house at like 10 p.m at night trying to talk to me he would leave junk voicemails um and my cousin had to like tell him to get lost or I'll call the police. Um, And then he said he would leave me alone, but four months later, he hasn't left me alone. And I don't know what to do anymore because it's like, as soon as I start to like get over him, it 
I, he comes back and I don't know if like this is a restraining order situation. I don't know if I should just like contact, contact him one more time and be like, don't talk to me. Don't show up at my house anymore. I don't know what to do. And your advice would be really great. This dude is so he lame. He <laughs> so sucks. Lame. As the great uh, philosopher Jojo once said, it's, it's just too little, oh, too late. I was, I was gonna, gonna say, get, get out, out right now. She's got a lot of advice. She's got a lot. She's been share. a philosopher for a long time. <laughs> Return the fucking money. No. No, no. don't. No. Because that's giving him too much. Do not do anything. It's as if you never saw any of yeah, it. Yeah, okay, as, that was gonna be my next word. So okay, I I'm, Yeah. Yeah. Halfway Nothing. correct. That you don't contact Ignore. someone to tell them to stop contacting you. Nope. If someone's tr- pulling out all the fucking stops, it doesn't matter what you say. They're just going to be like, they're talking to me. This is my in. Like, you need to just shut the fucking door. Like, yep. there is nothing. Like, I um, have c- cut people out of my life. Like, yep. And they're, no matter what, like, people will try and get back into your life for any sort of reason. And it is not, I've like sent, I've like literally had like people like send same thing, sent money, sent you had, things, you had sent guys do this to you like, like romantic. Uh, I had one ex do this to me. I had one ex do this to me, but then he got a new girlfriend who he seems very happy with. And I haven't heard from him in a long time, but I, it was the guys same thing. Fucking nuts. Huh? Well, yeah, he yeah. Was, he was fucking My nuts. God. Um, but yeah, no. So there's, there's a level of like when somebody is so detached, like as you, you're obviously we're in the situation and so uh this like just knowing like based on if you want to if you if you're listening to the episode make sure you watch it to see our reactions like these are people who don't we don't know you guys and we're saying that this is fucking crazy and like he's being insane so just know that like just point blank that's he's being like fucking weird and crazy so when somebody is doing those things and pulling out these stops and just like being ridiculous to get your attention, it doesn't matter what attention you're giving them. Even if they're not listening to what you're saying, if you say, don't ever speak to me again, they're like, I have just, a chance. They're all they're seeing yep. is you speaking to them yep. and the contacting. So if you give an inch, she's going to take a mile, yeah. just, and just cut and run. That's how it'll, that's what'll happen. Like there I've in breakups. It's been like, I had an ex who was like showing up at my place all the time, all of these things. And so I like when I, when I had told like my, uh, the, um, I was living in like a like gated building thing. And I had told them, I was like, this is a picture of my ex-boyfriend. We are no longer dating. Like you. you need to not like, they can't be let in. Like they don't have any of this clearance or any of those things. Um, and then, I would also say you need to talk to uh, your friends about it and your family and be like, if you find a note, don't tell me. If you see this, throw this away. Because that's the other issue is like you shouldn't, um, you need to block numbers. Like that's the kind of same kind of thing. Like I don't feel any sort of guilt to like the people that I have like cut out of my life because like their numbers are blocked. Like I don't see that. Like don't have like a, don't be able to like go check in on him on Instagram. Like nah, Mm -hmm. every single platform possible. We are, he don't exist anymore. And like you and everybody needs to support that. And like your family, like all of those things. And, um, so four months I would say is not a super long time. It's my ex. When we broke up, I got a message. Like I literally walked, it was like a, out of a fucking movie. I got a text from him and I walked into like, you know how in like (laughs) movies they have like, just like in the grocery store, they have like stacks of food in a way that you would never like actually do that. (laughs) They had it at Ralph's, a stack of butter. I walked into a stack of butter, like a fucking full, 
full pyramid. You knocked of, down the pyramid? I knocked down the pyramid because wow. I got the text message and I was like, I hate my life. Um, <laughs> I was like, this is so cliche. But I got a text like it, a year hey, after. I, want, I think you need to hear. It gets butter. It gets butter. Um, so I, I would give it that time. And for the people, yeah, the people that I've like cut out of my life, the frequency of trying to contact me has been it dwindles over time like when you don't give them any sort of acknowledge like you don't acknowledge them at all it slows down it might not stop for a long time but the more that you don't engage at all the also the more that you're going to be able to heal and get over and move on but when you let somebody who's like talk to you in a really toxic and manipulative way even if you come back at that knowing that and you say like no i'm not listening to this i'm not handling it you're just going to be taken right back to when you did do that. Like your interactions with them, like it's going to give you a pit in your stomach and it's going to remind you of all those things and it's not helping you grow. And there's a, and I have struggled with that too, of being like, well, I want to be like, I'm like a strong person who like is not going to like let these, like how this person like emotionally abused me, like define me. It'll be me. different this time. Yeah. Or even just being like, I want to tell this person off. Like it's not about them. And like that sense of like confidence and strength comes from like how you live the rest of your life. You don't need to teach that person a lesson or anything like that. Like that's not on you. And that's not uh, you're not going to ever get that satisfaction from it. Like you can There's say no happy ending with you engaging him. It sounds no. like you're healing and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, we're proud of you, but he's not your responsibility. He is, you, you know, he's got problems and it's not your fault. It's not your job to fix him. Yeah. It's not, you don't deserve the way he treats you. It's there's mm-hmm. just, just cut it. Let him figure his shit out move on yeah and if you're worried about like your physical well-being or anything that he might do and like you're afraid of any of that you which you should totally listen to your gut instinct with that i don't know what state you're in but in california for restraining orders if someone's on your property and won't leave um and basically being on your property is like a or has threatened you like has threatened to do something or is on your physical property and won't leave you can call the police and even if that person leaves by the time that the police get there you have it on record that the cops have been called for that so then if they come back a second time or some like an event similar happens a second time on your property there already is a record and in california you need two on like record twice or one 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 or two times before you can like go through with a restraining order um so just know that like yeah, those tools are at your disposal if you yeah, need them and there's a peace of mind that like at least for me like there's a peace of mind that kind of comes with it of being like if you get like the law involved too it also holds you accountable to yes. be like I'm not gonna let this person in my life because I like the really smart like grown up adult side of my brain did this thing where I called the police because I knew this was a bad situation you know and, how you feel right now you know yeah. how you feel when you call the mm-hmm. cops you know you reached out to us like you already know the answer here. Yeah. And so maybe you're just looking for someone to like hold you to it. So we're going to hold you to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is, it's about you moving on and you healing. And it's not about telling him to stop contacting you because he's just going to, it'll, it'll happen eventually, but it's going to have nothing to do with you saying stop d- contacting me. Do you find you do that when you have things that you like, you know, you have to change or do. Uh-huh. I just tell everyone in my life. Oh, yeah. I just tell everyone like, oh yeah, I'm going to start going to the gym three times a week. And mm-hmm. now it's like, 
I've the more people I tell, the more is like, oh shit, I really gotta do that thing. Oh, yeah. huh? No, I have friends who will do the opposite though, where like <laughs> if they like don't want my they don't want me to tell them the truth about something, so they won't like ask my advice Funny. or tell me anything. And then the big like, I have to tell you this crazy thing that happened. Like my life went to shit for three months. I'm like, why don't you tell me any of this? Like, well, I knew I was making all the wrong decisions and <laughs> I knew you would tell me that I was, so I didn't tell you. And I was like, Okay, cool. Or like I didn't break up with that guy you told me to. And like you're right, it did suck. And I was uh-huh. like, Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Good job, guys. Oh, okay. Well, best of luck. Best of luck. Next one. Uh, it's time for <gasps> listeners' advice. Listeners' advice. Did you also see people's suggestions? Yeah, I kind of liked like "Don't blame you." Don't. But do, oh wait, fuck! What were they called? Is this where they reflect on all the advice we've been giving and they tell they us give how their own our, advice where our life needs to change? Oh my Is god! It advice to Ooh. us. God, no! I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. No, it's when listeners call in with uh us. Uh, advice for other callers that oh, we've cool. had already on the show i'm trying to remember what they fucking suggested we call it yeah. they're killing me right all of them are killing me yeah right now. Like, we commented it so many times okay well um i'll remember it eventually it, don't blame us that was one of them <laughs> so this is from the episode with uh lindy from almost 30 and this is the girl that had um was inspired to drop out of school because megan had and we had told her to um try out uh, community college. You're yeah. an inspiration. Well, it's terrible. <laughs> That's like the worst part. Hi, Megan. I am 23 years old, and I am just going to leave some follow-up advice on the episode with Lindsay discussing the girl who had dropped out of college. Um, I think what you guys said about going to community college was wonderful advice. So I actually graduated high school a year early, was kind of thrown into do I want to take a gap year to figure out what I want to do or should I go right into college? What was the best choice for me? I had some family issues going on at the time. So I decided to go to community college. Um, I thought I wanted to be a teacher, so I decided to work at a daycare at the same time. I took classes part-time and work full-time. And it really helped me figure out that that's not what I wanted to do. Um, I spent less than $10,000 on my first two years of school. It ended up giving me scholarships to pay for school, and I had more than half of my tuition paid just from going to community college for two years and really trying my hand at what I want to do. I ended up going to business school. I'm going back to get an MBA shortly. Um, I ended up in a leadership role at the company that I work at now. Uh, So, great advice. I would suggest really just trying a million different things. I wanted to be a lawyer, ended up working at a law firm, didn't want to do that anymore. So um, just making sure that you attempt everything once. College is expensive. Um, You don't want to go for something that you're not going to end up using. Oh my God. Wow. She is the host for dropping out. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to reappoint her to be uh, the one that everyone asks for advice about dropping out. Wow. That's like hella impressive. And like a really good PSA for like, all, like she should be the commercial for community colleges. Yeah. I you mean, know? I think that just was, that's like great. That was great. I, I want to go to community college. Dude, same. I want that kind of drive. <laughs> like, that's like impressive. Very impressive. That's incredibly, incredibly impressive. So I'm, I'm go so, community college. I'm so glad that I'm here listening to others as opposed to the calls that are going to reflect on this episode and be like, yeah, that Zach guy was a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, you know no, what he no, was talking you, about. There are some where we, they, they, we've got, I've gotten some friend, mostly, well, I'll call him out, Melvin. Melvin got so much heat for his episode. So you've, there's, I don't think anyone's ever even gotten okay, close. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. I don't think his. so either. Well, yeah. I'll add to that community college thing. Like 
ton of my friends from my friend group at college were mismatched for either our college or their major. And so many of them changed and are so much better, so much happier for mm-hmm. it. I have two friends who took a full year off and they're doing unbelievable now. And I think had they just like persevered, pushed through, stayed the course that was clearly not right for them, not yeah. making them happy, they would be in much worse situations now. Yeah, I think I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of like the whole like throw into the swimming pool and then like if you can't swim, like it's fine. Like you'll just float to the top once you drown. <laughs> like I don't really like love that whole thing. Yeah. And it's also like a very expensive way to drown. <laughs> um, so I've been a, I'm a huge proponent of like just finding what you want to do. But like not everything's fun all the time. And like knowing that like you're going to have to do stuff that like isn't necessarily fun, but like you shouldn't. I don't know, like your mental health shouldn't like be sacrificed yeah, and, and all those other things. There's a difference between hard work and being mismatched. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I also know someone who has so much anxiety just at the idea of school and then she was top 10 of her class. And it's like, no, you're, you're doing good. You just need to find coping mechanisms exactly. and, and some release. There are others, my aforementioned friends who like, this is not right for you. Let's change the major. Let's figure it mm-hmm. out. Find yourself. Yeah. Uh, and clearly the caller is a yeah. case study of why that can be really great. Oh, my God. Go you guys. Go so impressive. you. It's almost inspiring me to go back to school. Oh, maybe the section you can is... take classes online. Can the, can the segment be called Can't Blame Ya? Can't Blame Ya. That's oh, cool, too. That's good, too. Yeah. Um, well, that is our episode. Zach, thanks so much for being on. You gave great advice. Thanks for having me. And I'm, you weren't I'm, problematic at all. This is I'm great. I'm relieved to hear. <laughs> and now you have to force the other Try Guys to come on. Yeah, I'm going to... I know that the, I'm here as a way to no, get the no, other no, two. No. no, you do realize you and Ned have shot to the top of our favorite Try Guys Fuck, because you're the two yeah. who've come to this. This was really fun. No, I had a great time. You give great advice. I'm sorry thanks. you had to listen to so many like young girls talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's all fine. Um, I was going to say, like, my pleasure, but there's no yeah, good no, way to I just don't. I'm like, no, over 18. Yeah, so that's true. Okay. Yeah, we try. We try. Yeah. Um, so, where can people stalk you on the internet? They can stalk me. Uh, you can, so, actually, it's, if you pay some money, you can go into the white pages and oh, find out where people live. That's the most I do for everything. <laughs> oh, we do it all the time. Uh, you can follow me at Corn Diddy, a joke that just stayed with me, and that's my username forever. Uh, or follow us on tri- uh, the Try Guys, youtube.com slash Try Guys. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys want to be on an upcoming episode, if something's happening in your life and you need some advice, give us a call at 310-694-0976. International listeners, email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can stalk Melissa and I uh, through the links in the description as well. And if you want to find out where else you can listen and or watch Don't Blame Me, this podcast, you can go to don'tblameme.show. We're on YouTube. We're on Stitcher Premium where you can listen to bonus episodes. It's pretty exciting. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, okay, guys, see you next week. Goodbye. I won't be here. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.